From the South Dallas Cultural Center Studios in sunny South Dallas, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, sitting alongside the glowing Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Good day. I think it is a glow based on all the good feels. Man. All the feels from <laughs> the Windspear Opera House in the Arts District. We were at the inauguration yesterday, and it just seemed like a really, really good day, and everybody was loving on everybody. It was our biannual reunion, it I was. would say. It was, and I think we've talked about before, like, you know, if you look at a State of the City address or something like that that happens at the Dallas Re- Regional Chamber, that's good, but this is a day when you had all types of people from all over the city in one place, seemingly on one accord, so that yeah. was really nice at the, the city council and mayor inauguration it was a great event yesterday let me tell you we uh we ended up having to split up it was a new a new day usually for the past i don't know a thousand years these things have been at the uh the myers symphony center and yesterday it was at the Windspear Opera House, so uh, it was it was a fun change. It was a, a great setting. Uh, the, the seating was, uh, you know, the, there was we were VIP, Sean. Of course, <laughs> we did have tickets. We had the VIP tickets. You ended up in a in a box. I had a great seat in the seating, box. Seating maybe is I what they call it. I had a great seat in the box. I was up uh, on the third floor mezzanine, uh, but I was surrounded by folks. I had grassroots folks. I had the former district attorney, Faith. Johnson. I had John Turner, State Representative John Turner. I had County Judge Clay Jenkins. So it was just a big swirl of, of everybody. There were you know lobbyists and city staff. And so it made for an interesting day and uh, everybody in the pool, Sean. Well, one of the reasons we did not get to our seats in time, or at least in the, um, in the seating section in time, is because we were out hobnobbing with folks and so many hugs shaking hands and kissing babies and everything bro hugs I mean I know I know and it's like the bro hug now has just become the full on bear hug I mean you go in (laughs) with the handshake and once you bring it in everybody's just going ahead and going for the full deal now so it was the back slap yeah the double double back slap (laughs) so it was it was a, a a great day and even the ceremony itself was was really well done you know, shout out to all the staff who puts in all the work. I even saw our, our last guest, Vinay Hammond. I could see her in the background backstage directing people just because that's what she As does. she does. <laughs> that's what she does. Yeah. And it, it just was a really good feeling. Mayor Rawlings gave a really good address and challenge to the city. And um, it was it was really, and, and also the new council members, looking at their faces, especially my friend uh, and a friend of ours, Paula Blackman, you know, she walked down and gave the mayor a really big hug. And I, I think a lot of people didn't realize the history that they had when she was his first chief of staff in the office, but it was just a really great feeling. Yeah, it was a great day. Uh, really excited to see some of our friends. Obviously, uh, Jennifer Gates, our, our friend and client, former guest on the show. Yes. Uh, congratulations to her. Uh, David Blewett, the new council member from District 14. Uh, he was uh, he was getting mobbed by folks. And, uh, you know, we saw Chad West, our, our friend Chad West from District 1, the new council member. So a lot of good energy. I think this group is uh, ready to rock, hit the ground running, and uh, um, make some uh, big big changes move the ball down the field for the city of Dallas yes and Mayor Johnson 
set forth his vision for the city, talking about public safety, talking about the use of data, talked about ethics, talked about education. I mean, again, it's going to be really important that all the folks come together and really work towards the future. And they also um, voted on and selected a mayor pro tem. Congratulations to our friend Adam Madrano, who is the mayor pro tem, as well as our former guest and friend Adam Magoo, who is the, who is the deputy mayor pro tem for the Dallas City Council. The mayor's Adam. <laughs> you like that, Sean? Yeah, I think that you got yeah. something going there. Thank I mean, you. Again, Thank you. we got three Adams on the council, so the Adam we'll have to have to figure out how we're going yeah. to differentiate between the three. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, Sean, we've got an exciting uh, show coming up today. A Parisian in the house. Yes, I'm glad you got that right. Every now and then, people who talk about those of us from Paris, Paris, Texas, the second largest Paris in the world. Some make the mistake of saying parasites, and that is I not... I never that call is you not a parasite, Okay, sure. well, I just want to make sure. So I do <laughs> appreciate you for saying Parisian. And, yeah, one of my former schoolmates, Tamisa Hunter, is going to be our guest today. She is the founder of Women Like Us, Inc., and we'll let her talk about um, the wonderful things that she's doing to empower women through that organization, as well as a conference that she has coming up in August, the Unmasking Conference. And Tamisa is married to one of my classmates, Jonathan Hunter. So shout out to Jonathan. Uh, played defensive end over there while I was back in the secondary. So <laughs> a lot of lot of history with the Hunter family. I want some of that those video clips. Can we, there are can tapes. we get those? There are tapes. I'll see if I can I want come the up highlight with reel. I did not have a highlight reel because I don't know <laughs> how many highlights reel, there were. Sean, the but, you know, I, I, there were probably three or four good plays that I still have in my That's memory good. bank, in my personal highlight reel that I play over and over. Uh, well, you you find your highlight reel and I'll find my Albuquerque Academy Chargers highlight reel from... I want the um, I want the highlight reel from your tryout that you did. That's, that's <laughs> the what baseball I'm looking for. Tryout? Yeah, the baseball tryout? Yeah, yeah. Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So when we come back, we will um, talk to our guest, Tamisa Hunter. This is Deconstructing Dallas. And Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We will be right back back. Here at Allen Media, we're proud to represent some of the finest organizations across a variety of different industries. And we're proud to welcome Pape Dawson Engineers to that list of outstanding firms. Pape Dawson is one of Texas's finest and most respected engineering firms. And now, the company is expanding its presence here in Dallas. Whether you're looking for civil engineering, transportation, water resources, environmental or surveying projects, Pape Dawson has the experience needed to get the job done. What's more, Pape Dawson is committed to responsible corporate citizenship in the communities they serve. So if you need an engineer, do yourself a favor and call my friend Brad Davis here in Dallas at 214-420-8494 today and tell him Ryan told you to call. Pape Dawson, where the people make the difference.
Welcome back, Deconstructing Dallas. Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, very excited today to welcome our guest. She is the founder of Women Like Us, Inc. She's Tamisa Hunter. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for coming and visiting us in sunny South Dallas. Hey. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with the little sun. That's right. That's right. So um, we have, um, you've been, we've been working with you on a conference that you're working on, which we'll discuss later. But for our listeners, we'd like for you to just talk a little bit about Women Like Us, Inc., um, what the organization is and, and how it got started. Oh, wow. Um, Women Like Us. Women Like Us, Inc. is a nonprofit organization that focuses and caters around women to help them be who God has designed them to be through different programs such as um, we do like vision board parties. We do uh, brunch and Bible studies. We do um, like we have a fundraising event coming up, um, Feed the Homeless, Back to School, and just kind of bring the women together to and for a no judgment zone, um, letting them know that, hey, we understand that you have a past. However, we're going to unmask out of every time we get together just so you can be comfortable with them, who you are, knowing who you are, and not, don't allow the world to define you in different areas to where you have to be someone that you don't have to be based off of social media or what someone might have put in your head as you were growing up. Say, hey, that's not the case. So by you being surrounded by other women that can help you understand that it's okay and allow you to continue to shed those layers off, they give them an opportunity to become the woman they should be through women like us. That's great. And, uh, you know, really exciting to hear about women like us and, and uh, you know, see some more about your, your organization. I want to know a little bit more about you, Tamisa. You have a really incredible story. Can you share with us some about your story? Oh, wow. Which part? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I am from Paris, Texas. Um, I was um, a child that I felt as though was a black sheep. I was rejected from my father, who said that I was not his child. I was told by my mother that I wasn't supposed to be here. So I grew up not knowing where I fit in. So I always tried to force myself into um, friendships or relationships just so I can feel wanted. Um, through that, I went. I struggled with depression. I struggled with um, suicidal thoughts. Um, I was also sexually abused. Um, I was homeless, which allowed me to get into an abusive relationship because I am a domestic violence survivor as well. Um, the list goes on. If you know, if you can name it, I probably have somehow part of my life experienced it. But I'm a living testimony. I'm a living witness, and I'm thriving now. And so I can share my testimonies. And you know, we were in a meeting the other day, Tamisa, and I got an extended version of the story. <laughs> and for anyone who wants to get the extended version, they would probably need to come to one of the sessions, come to the conference. But you know, you mentioned domestic violence, and we've talked to, you know, I worked in Mayor Rollins' office, and that was a huge, huge initiative that he had, and I learned things about domestic violence that I I, I had no idea about. And so for those ladies who are, are, are going through it or who are still struggling from the effects of it, you know, how were you able and how have you been able to continue to move on? Because even in the discussion we had, you know, it's something that's still with you, but how have you continued to move forward from what you went through? I think the more I open up about it and don't be fearful of what could happen, 
um, I kept quiet for a long time because I didn't want to be judged because I felt like people didn't wouldn't understand why I chose that life or why I was in that relationship. But it, it streamed from a long period of childhood disappointments and rejections that allowed me to be in an unhealthy relationship. So each day I tell myself that I am worthy. I tell myself that I am beautiful. And I tell myself I am a woman of this world that can walk in dominion. So when I start speaking positive affirmations over myself, I started believing that I am here for a purpose. I started telling and talking about it and not being afraid to share the story. And as I continue to share the story, I continue to unshed a, a layer of me, which is allowing me to unmask. You can't stay masked in an abusive relationship. You have to be allow yourself to be free because as long as you're in that bondage, you're going to stay in that relationship. Tamisa, I know your faith is a big part of your story as well. Can you share a little bit about your faith? Oh, yes. Um, my faith is a huge part of it because um, when I didn't know who I was, I would always talk in, to God and I will always ask, why me? Why do I go through different things in my life? And I had a void in my life. And when I asked God to fill the void, that's when the relationship started coming. And I started, I heard his voice, but I was afraid because I thought I was crazy. But really, I wasn't crazy. That was him talking to me. But I grew up in church all my life. My mom made me go to church, and I just went because I had to go. But really, I was getting that seed planted in me. And as I continued to grow into who I was designed to be, I allowed myself to open up. So my faith gets stronger by me allowing him to be him and me standing on the promises of God. So, Tamisa, you know, we've, we've talked about the prayer line that you had, that you have. We've talked about your Bible study and brunch. And I just want to know what are some of the stories that you're hearing from women when you talk to them? What are not just what they're going through, but also, you know, what they think about your story and the ladies that you have to, to come talk to other ladies. What are, what are ladies talking to you about? Oh, wow. They are surprised that I'm still here. Um, so when they see me and see me thriving, you know, that gives them hope. They give them ambition to be able to go forward. And then when they can hear other women's story to say, okay, I was in that story and now I can go forward. It empowers and inspires them to want to be a better person. So that's why I say as long as I tell my story, I'm continuing to get healed, but I'm also healing someone else. And for the women to come back and say, hey, I feel empowered. I want to help other women. I'm not afraid anymore to tell my story. When are we having our next event? What other woman can women, woman can I connect with to where we can just have that relationship to, to grow? Does that make sense? That makes yeah. total okay. sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back, talk about the upcoming Women Like Us conference. Stick with us. It's Ryan Trimble. All of our listeners know that uh, we love broadcasting from the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios, but our home away from home is the South Dallas Cultural Center. 
Absolutely. And we right now we have the executive director of the South Dallas Cultural Center, which is our new home away from home. We've got John Spriggins with us. John, we want to see if you could introduce our listeners to the flavor of what goes on here at the South Dallas Cultural Center. Absolutely. Um, hello, everyone. John Spriggins here. South Dallas Cultural Center is a visual and performing arts space. We're one of four visual and performing arts uh, centers that are managed by the city of Dallas Office of Cultural Affairs. And under the major leadership and, and fast, fantastic guidance of Ms. Jennifer Scripps, we um, uh, disseminate a number of different programs that deal with uh, the, the visual and performing arts. Uh, we are all strategically located in different uh, spaces in and around Dallas, uh, with the South Dallas Cultural Center being just a stone's throw away from uh, Fair Park. We have the Oak Cliff Cultural Center that's over on Je Jefferson Avenue, right next door to Texas Theater. Uh, the Latino Cultural Center, which is more centrally located down in uh, near Deep Ellum. And then also the Bathhouse Cultural Center is kind of on the northeast side of White Rock Lake. Each one of us has our own different uh, mission and vision, but uh, in general, our programming really focuses on uh, the performing arts um, and visual arts. Uh, so we have gallery exhibitions, we have classes that we offer, and each um, facility also has a summer camp. And it's really easy to get here. I mean, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. You get off 30, you get off down by Fair Park, you come come south around uh, Ermorong Hill, and you're here. And Absolutely. we're here, in our again, our home away from home in this great recording studio. And then the address, John, if you could just tell everyone the address and then how they may be able to find you guys on online. Absolutely. So we are at 3400 South Fitchew. That is our physical address uh, here in sunny South Dallas. And uh, we also have have uh, a website uh, which is sdcc.dallasculture.org and then we also have a presence on social media we have an Instagram page you can look up South Dallas Cultural Center as well as a Facebook page um, we send out e-blasts and if you're interested on our website there's a space where you can sign up for our, our e-blasts Hey, everybody, I want to encourage you to come on down and see John, see the South Dallas Cultural Center. Thanks for the hospitality, John. Absolutely. It's been our pleasure to have you guys here, and we look forward to a, a long relationship with this. I, I'm excited yeah. to have you guys in the space. As long as you'll have us, we'll be here. Sounds good. Welcome back, Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, we're joined today by Tamisa Hunter. Uh, Tamisa is the founder of Women Like Us, Inc., and you've got an exciting event coming up on yes. August 10th. Is that right? Yes. Tell yes. us a little bit about what's, what's going to happen on August 10th. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, 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 so excited. But we have going to have a fun-filled day of a one-day conference that's going to consist of six dynamic speakers. Um, we're going to have entertainment. We're going to have food. We're going to have fun and games. We're going to have... But most importantly, we're going to have an experience where you'll be able to walk away with something um, an experience, an event that is not like traditional conferences where you just come in and was woe is me. No, we're going to cry. 
We're going to praise. We're going to fellowship. We're going to allow some demons to come out. We're going to unmask ourselves. So we have a celebrity gospel singer that's coming in, James Fortune. We also have some a great entertainment coming in, some dancing, um, some singing. We're going to just have a good time. And you should be there. All of y'all should be there. I know. We're trying to get as many people to come as well. Like when we saw what you were doing, we wanted to be a part of it. And again, this is the Unmasking Conference on August the 10th. And it is at VUV Dallas in North Dallas, right? Yes, the VUV Event Center in North Dallas off of 635 in Midway. It's a beautiful event. Oh, I mean, well, beautiful venue. It is so beautiful. And we have, we're expecting a lot of people. So you should come out and enjoy yourself and be free and just connect with other women um, and other testimonies and stories of deliverance. Yeah, Vuv, of course, is where luxury meets industrial chic. Sean. <laughs> and, and if you want to know what that looks like, you should come out to the conference. August yeah, on August 10th. the 10th. August 10th. Starting at 10 a.m., check in. We have some great vendors that are, we're going to have some shopping going on. It's going to be a, a wonderful event. That's exciting. How'd you come up with the idea for the conference? Well, it's been on me for about four or five years, if not longer, mm-hmm. but I did not want to do it. I felt as though people wouldn't understand the value of the conference. I felt like they wouldn't want to come and just be transformed. So I fought it for a long time. And then in 2017, I decided just to say yes to God all the way and say, yes, I'll go forward with it. And this is what we're going to do. So completely is a faith walk. Um, The Women Like Us conference, um, which is the unmasking conference, is strictly a faith walk. It's strictly... And put me in a position to me just to trust the process. Because if I trust him for me to unmask and be who he wants me to be, I'm going to trust him in the process for him to have a great event for women to be delivered. We had Veronica Torres here. She has a conference, the Hey Chica Conference. And then we also worked last year with uh, former Representative Helen Giddings, who had the Women Women Leadership Leadership Summit, Summit, which they just had that this past weekend. From what I understand, it was a a wonderful event. And so there is a lot of value in ladies getting together and and fellowshipping and and just seeing what, not only what other women are going through, but what, what blessings are happening in other women's lives. Right, there's sisterhood. There's sisterhood that's no like no other because like, I don't have a relationship with my sister and for me to be able to have a genuine sisterly relationship with other women, it means a lot and when you can actually find someone that connects with you mentally and spiritually and just on that level, it, it brings out um, that some of those things that's inside of you that you've been holding on to are that darkness or that feeling so that's what we're about. We're about breaking down those strongholds and those barriers and those stereotypes of, hey, you know, women are this, but really they're not. Women just want to have a place where they can go be themselves and to be able to just um, release and just get get past of just being that relationship area of like, okay, hey, I'm not the only one that's going through this. I have other women that's going through this and look, they have succeeded, so I can too. So if somebody wanted to attend the conference, where might they be able to go online to, to find some more information or oh, to sign up? Please go to our website, which is www.womenlikeusinc.com. 
Eventbrite.org, O-R-G, um, or you can go out there on Eventbrite and put in the Unmasking Conference, and that will come up as well. Follow us on all social media, which is Women Like Us, Inc., from Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Everything is the same. So it's Women Like Us, Inc., the Unmasking Conference. And it's also important, um, again, Tamisa talked about this being a faith walk, and we know that there will be some sponsors that can see this vision and want to support this vision. And if there are sponsors, and we have sponsorship packets that can be packages that can be tailored to what you would like to do and how we can best showcase you during the event, email me, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at Allen, A-L-L-Y-N, media.com. We would love to get your organization hooked into this event. It's going to be a wonderful day. It's going to be a wonderful experience, and we need your support in order to make sure that it happens. Yes, and I want to say thank you in advance for your support. Well, we thank you. Thank you for letting us be yeah, a part of it. Yeah, thank you for, for coming on. I'm glad you guys allowed me to. <laughs> <laughs> this is Deconstructing Dallas. We'll be right back. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We had a wonderful conversation uh, from a really nice lady, a fellow Parisian, Tamisa Hunter. And we want to thank Tamisa for joining us today. Yeah, she's doing big things. What a great story. Uh, really appreciate her coming on and sharing uh, sharing sharing her gift with us. Absolutely. Her testimony is her gift. So <laughs> that that is absolutely true. Yeah. Um, so again, for those of you who who want to um, have a really great weekend for those ladies who want to have a really great day and, and learn more and understand more and fellowship more, we would encourage you to go to Eventbrite, search for the Unmasking Conference, Women Like Us, and sign up and join us there. Speaking of joining, man, I might have to join the bandwagon for the Texas Rangers. The mighty Texas Rangers, I man. I mean, they are like six games over 500. They are in the second wild card spot if the, seri- if the season ended today, Sean. They would be in the playoffs. I think I could name, and I'm not going to do it, but I think I could name <laughs> six the over and under will be seven Six. on how many Texas yeah. Rangers I could name right now. Yeah, it's uh, as as I know I've mentioned before. I have a, uh, uh, I feel like I've uh, shunned lover of the Texas Rangers, Sean. I I I love the Rangers. I love you. I just feel like. Um, I needed a little distance, so maybe I'm coming back. I don't know, Sean. Could you name seven? Over nope. You cannot name seven Rangers. <laughs> nope. That's how checked out I've been. I have two, man. I I'm going to commit to yes. going to a Texas Rangers game before we August 1st. Go. We should go out, yeah, and just sit out there. Well, I don't know. You, you're going to be busy here in a couple of weeks. I don't <laughs> I know am. if you really need baseball day off. Uh, day out no. is your thing that you need Please to be worried call me. about. Please call yeah, me. Yeah, but I'll call you from the game <laughs> and tell you how it is. I mean, I, I can remember just so many nights. I got engaged there. on the field of the of the ballpark in Arlington. Now, 
whatever it is. Now, Globe, Globe Life. Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always the ballpark in Arlington for me. So I got engaged there. I can't believe this is the last season of that stadium. Well, hey, you're giving ideas for those of us who may do the same thing at the, <laughs> at the new stadium. I mean, you know, for those guys who may be looking yes. for ideas. Yeah. Uh, since we last uh, recorded a podcast, the Toronto Raptors are the champions of the world. You and I were texting that night, Sean, and, uh, you know, very uh, – I was it was a white-knuckle ride there for a little bit, and then uh, – um, you know, the it was just too much for the Warriors to overcome with all their injuries. With Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson getting, goes down. Man, yeah. that, I hated that for him. And the last time we were on the podcast, we were talking about KD's injury. Yeah. And then, you know, the next game, we, we see him go down. So that's, that's, that was not what you wanted to see. But as mentioned, and as I've said over and over, yeah. in 2015, when LeBron played without Kyrie and without Kevin Love, nobody was shedding any tears for the Cavaliers. And I'm shedding tears for the individual players. I really am, but not for the organization because injuries yeah. are part of the game. That's right. That's right. So congratulations, uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh, you know, the Larry O'Brien trophy going across the border. Last note, though. Um the big trade with the Lakers getting the brow. <laughs> yes. The ne- very next day, I mean, they hadn't even had the parade yet. Yeah, we texted about that, too. It was like, yeah. congratulations, Toronto. Uh, now here comes the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Anthony Davis headed headed to La La Land to join LeBron. They're going to need probably a lot more stuff still, some, some more pieces, but fun start. I'm telling you, man, my circadian rhythm, a word that I just learned early this year, <laughs> is is much better now that now that the finals is over. I can really tell the difference yes. in my rhythm. I'm not every two nights yes. staying up late and watching Stephen A. Smith. Um, you know, I'm back into a regular routine. So I am thankful for that, but besides watching our second place Texas Rangers, really looking forward towards football season. Yeah, get ready for some 9.30 first pitches now, Sean, for the rest of the summer. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening to Deconstructing Dallas. We want to thank John Spriggins, of course, here at the South Dallas Cultural Center. We want to thank our guest, Tamisa Hunter, the founder of Women Like Us, Inc. Please sign up for her conference, the Unmasking Conference, coming up in August, and you will be blessed. Uh, we want to thank our bosses, Mary Woodley and Jennifer Paschal. This is an Allen Media production. We are asking each and every one of you to go to Apple Podcasts, go to Stitcher, go to SoundCloud, wherever Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. Leave us a, a review. Give us five stars. Tell your friends. Subscribe. We know you want to. We know you're listening, but we need more. We are very greedy at Deconstructing Dallas. So for Ryan Trimble, this is Sean Williams. Adios.